It's now time for the Locker Room Show, brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Westside Sunoco on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. All right, good morning and welcome to the Locker Room Show. It is 9.02 on this Saturday morning, December the 3rd. 50 degrees outside, but don't get too comfortable with that as we're going to plummet fast. And Chris Morgan here with me this morning. I'm a little worried about those flagpoles next door. I know. Like, oh my goodness. They are whipping. That concrete's getting tested this morning. (laughs) Yeah, look at those flags flying. But anyway, folks... uh, Welcome to the program, and we're going to have uh, some basketball talk, some baseball talk, some high school wrestling talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little World Cup. Love big, it. Big match this morning over there, uh, you know, in Qatar. Mm-hmm. And also uh, talk a little uh, college football from last night. <laughs> Woo! The Buckeyes, as they say, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes, there's a big chance. Yeah. My goodness. So let's get to our boys' basketball portion of the program. And last night we had a good game on the air. I was there with Steve Gray, uh, Joe Bettingfield joining us here from Willard. They picked up a win, 70-59, over Margareta last night. And good morning, Joe. Uh, Got to be feeling good about your team after last night. Yeah, morning, guys. Uh, yeah, you know, anytime you get off to uh, um, winning the first game in the league, uh, makes you makes you feel a little bit better about where you're heading. Um, and you know, in this league, you got to protect your house. And we were home last night. I think that worked to our advantage. And uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. But uh, you know, as they always say in coaching, last night's over, and we got a new game today. So. And uh, coach, uh, last night, uh, one of those cases where uh, the first half a really tight ball game, but then in the second half, you were able to make those adjustments and uh, give yourself that lead and come away with a victory. Uh, walk us through some of those adjustments that you made at halftime to be able to come away with that win. Uh, you know, I think this old saying too is, you know, uh, coaches get too much credit, too much blame sometimes. So, I mean, we made a few adjustments on who's guarding who, and I don't know if it even worked. 
as well as it did. Um, we kind of made Cam Robinson guard um, uh, Judah Keller uh, a little bit more in the second half because Judah's really physical and uh, he does a nice job for especially a young guard of uh, getting to the basket but also pulling up. And He took some big shots and, uh, you know, we also uh, we were a little bit more gap-oriented in the second half because they weren't hitting a lot of outside shots. Uh, then we were we were a little tighter in the first half, and I thought, you know, um, so we were a little bit more gap defensively in the in the second half. And then, you know, the big thing is on the offensive end, we just attacked. So I thought we settled a lot. We talked a little bit about more attacking and getting paint touches and a little bit more reversals in our offense. And you know, it's amazing when you do that because you get better looks, but also, you know, you you get more free throws. And we shot 33 free throws last night. Uh, and I think a lot of it had to do with just coming out and being more aggressive and uh, on the drives and uh, getting some paint touches. And you know, our paint touches are mostly off our guards. Uh, they're not necessarily uh, post feeds like traditional basketball. When I played, it's more of getting paint touches on our primary break, and uh, that leads to good basketball and it leads to uh, getting to the free throw line a little bit more. Joe Bettingfield here with us, Willard Boys basketball coach, and uh, you mentioned that free throw discrepancy there. You guys to the line over 30 times last night. Margareta just six times, though, I believe uh, I just read here this morning, and I, of course, was at the ball game last night. Uh, yeah, just talk about that. You're, you're going to win a lot of games when uh, you're at the line 30 sometimes and the other team is only there six. Yeah, you know, that's one of the stats on our boards is uh, make more than they attempt. Uh, we don't want to play. We don't want to foul the other team. We can't. You know, we got a little foul trouble. We don't have any depth. And we rolled the dice a little bit with Joey Strayer uh, last night, getting in foul trouble and keeping them in with four in the third quarter. Uh, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we really preach about, you know, showing our hands, uh, moving our feet, do a lot of stuff with, with that in practice. And, uh, yeah, any time that you can make more than other team attempts, a lot of coaches set that. Um, and make that a big point, you're going to win the ball game. Uh, because, you know, that means that you're attacking, but also you're making them pay a little bit at the line and getting them in foul trouble. Um, and I think that was a big difference. There's no question about it. And our guys did a pretty good job of defending the second half and being, instead of being uh, out on the wings and getting into foul trouble, we were more, like I said before, in the second half gap oriented and just being a little bit better health and recovery. And, uh, Coach, really, last night, a t- tale of two different halves on a whole lot of different aspects, uh, including four-year big star Max Dawson. Uh, only had six points uh, going into the third quarter, but then erupted in the second half to lead all scorers with 24 last night. Uh, talk about the adjustments that he was able to make and uh, how he was able to get himself going offensively. Well, I, I think any anybody would tell you, like, uh, when you're the main guy, uh, you got to let the game come to you. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to try to take Max Dawson away. You know, every coach that we play against is going to try to limit his touches or run some zone defense or go double on or do other things. And that's why it's so important for us to be balanced. You know, Isaac Robinson hit two threes in the first half. And now all of a sudden you got to go guard a little bit tighter on him. Uh, Joey Strayer, uh, got in a little bit of foul trouble, but the week before, uh, almost had a triple double. Um, and hit a couple outside shots. And then Cam Robinson in the first half was tremendous as well, uh, and other than his free throw shooting in the first half. But he uh, did such a good job. He hit 12 in the first half. So it's like you got to pick your poison a little bit, 
And I think going into the season, most teams have thought, yeah, they have Cam Robinson, they have Max Dawson, and then you don't really have to play the other guys. But we're trying to make the other guys a little bit better, and they've stepped up into the roles, and they're doing a nice job of you got to guard all five guys. Braden Thompson hit a big three late in the game for us. You know, just trying to be more balanced, I think, is what helps Max in the second half because then they have to adjust to uh, we can't just cheat off of these guys because they're capable shooters or willing shooters. They're not afraid. Um, whereas, you know, sometimes you get in the games where you have a really good player um, and they're taking that player away because they don't have to guard the other two guys before. And we've had that happen before in the past. So it's really important that we talk about making the right play and stressing to those guys. So Max is really looking to distribute a lot, and he's smart. Um, you know, he's not pressing and saying, well, i got to score right away. Because some players do that. It takes your whole team out of rhythm. He lets the game come to him and takes what the defense gives you, and, you know, we adjust from there. So he scored a lot of times from the line last night uh, because he was attacking and getting in a little bit in the low post off of a wing cut. And so, you know, just not panicking, having experience. He plays a lot of basketball, and, you know, he's a really good kid, and he wants to do what's best for the team. Joe Benningfield here, Willard Boys basketball coach, talking with us here on the Locker Room Show. And, of course, Joe, a double weekend here for you. You're at home, though, again, facing Tiffin Columbian tonight, and that, that'll be a tough task for you. But uh, uh, the way you guys played last night, you got to feel pretty good about uh, that matchup tonight. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a good basketball team. You know, they have um, Easton and Rogo twins, and they got some balance last night from the Shawberry kid, you know, hitting three threes. I think that kind of probably surprised some people. But, you know, they're they're going to be one of the top in the lake, I'm sure, this year. And, uh, you know, it'll be a good test. And we kind of like that for our schedule and just, uh, you know, um, play some of the better teams in the area and see where we're at. And, you know, we're pretty excited to be home again against a good quality team. And hopefully uh, we can get our legs back from last night because it was a, a hard-fought game for both teams. And, you know, our guys are pretty excited. We're in here uh, working with our youth right now, the future flashes, and the guys are here doing a great job with that. And uh, I just think that, uh, you know, they're excited to get back at it here um, tonight against Tiffin. All right, Joe, we'll go ahead and let you go here. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, last night was a fun game to watch. And uh, best uh, best of luck to you guys against Tiffin tonight, okay? Hey, thanks for being there, and thanks for having me on. All right, Joe Bettingfield there. Head boys basketball coach at Willard. We'll be back at Willard this afternoon for Margareta at Willard. You're thinking, what? That was last night. Girls! This afternoon. We got girls hoops for you about 2.30 this afternoon. So stay tuned for that. And what a nice win, though, for Willard. Because last year, Margareta got Willard both times. Uh, during the regular season. Yeah, that's a good statement win here early on in the season for Willard. Of course, a long way to go, but at, at the same time, if you're able to beat a team like Margareta early on in the year, that's uh, got to be a, a good confidence boost going into a good uh, Tiffin Columbian matchup here tonight. All right, we'll go ahead and take a break here. And we're going to talk some baseball when we come back. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, big signing last night. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. didn't think I was going to see that happen. Texas yeah. Rangers? Right. Like, the the Grom we're talking teams? about. Yeah, out of all teams. I don't know why you want to go there, but, you know, if yeah. you want to, go go ahead, right ahead. Money talks, man. It does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with Curtis Danberg of the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians Fest is going to take place in January 
And uh, I already got my tickets, by the way. I got them Not yesterday. <laughs> so uh, when when we talk to Curtis here, we'll talk about uh, Guards Fest. We'll talk about some of the off season, uh, you know, stuff going on. All the awards the Guardians piled up: gold gloves and silver sluggers and all that fun stuff. Winter meetings underway. Yes, and we'll talk to Curtis next here on the Locker Room Show. Stay with us. knew right away that Miss Tuttle was having a heart attack, and so we mobilized the lab immediately, even before she got here. I can't thank uh, Fisher Titus enough for giving me a second chance and letting me be with my family. I can assure you that when you come to Fisher Titus, if you're having a heart attack, you will be in extremely good hands. The Fisher Titus Heart and Vascular Team is dedicated to providing highly experienced cardiovascular knowledge, expertise, and care. To schedule an appointment, visit fishertitus.org forward slash heart for more information. Firelands Federal Credit Union with locations in Bellevue, Norwalk, Monroeville, Bucyrus, Galleon, and now Sandusky is member-owned. This means the earnings go to their members through lower rates on loans and wide range of financial services at the lowest possible cost. Firelands FCU offers benefits like simply free checking, smart loans, mortgage services, online and mobile banking, and youth accounts, just to name a few. Firelands Federal Credit Union, a partner for life's journey. Learn more at firelandsfcu.org. Smiley Automotive says it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's time to celebrate all month long at Smiley Automotive. For 17 years, Smiley Automotive has been selling quality used cars with superior service and treating customers right, serving the community and beyond. Stop by and you'll be celebrating with a new vehicle. With special anniversary sales, you can get the ultimate gift and make someone smiley for Christmas. Smiley Automotive in Norwalk, making car buying simple. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Out front to Garland. Garland with a stutter step to the baseline. Tough shot. No. Rebound. Mobley. Pow! Two hands. Mobley with the putback. Our next broadcast of Cavaliers basketball comes your way Sunday. The Cavs are in New York to take on the Knicks. Tip off at 6. Pre-game at 5.30 on 95.3 WLKR. Garland out front to Mitchell. Mitchell into the lane. Stop. Shoots. Good! Donovan Mitchell, the Cavs lead is 13 with a minute and a half left. It's Kelly Rose for your midday show on 95.3 WLKR. Join me on Monday for your chance to win with Name That Lyric at 11.20. Tune in after your local and national news at noon for your Dad Rock Lunch Block. Get your requests in to krose at wlkrradio.com. At 12.50, here's some positive news with good news for people who love bad news. Brought to you by Be Strong Uniforms and Learning Center in Norwalk. And stay tuned every weekday for your chance to qualify for our Christmas contest. I'm Kelly Rose on 95.3. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. Swing and a high drive. This is hit a ton. Deep right. Eaton track. Wall. Gone! A two-run home run to right. You're listening to Josh Bowman on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR.
All right, folks, we are back here on the Locker Room Show. And uh, just listening to that music right there gets me all ready for baseball. We're ready to talk some off-season baseball and some happenings with the Cleveland Guardians. With us right now, Curtis Danberg from the Guardians. How are you doing this morning, Curtis? I'm doing great. A little uh, kind of cold and rainy uh, Saturday morning, but uh, doing very well. Yes, and some big news uh, coming out of the Guardians. Guards Fest it's been a couple years since we had any kind of, uh, you know, festival, off-season festival, and it's coming back in full force in January, Curtis. Yes, we're looking forward to that. We haven't had it since January of uh, 2020, uh, right before uh, COVID and all the craziness. So excited to bring that back January 21st at the Cleveland Convention Center. Uh, we'll have two sessions. We'll have a morning session beginning at 8.30 for season ticket members and then an afternoon session for the general public uh, beginning at 1.30. And lots of stuff involved in that. I, I know, uh, besides, uh, you know, the player appearances and, you know, you, you got a baseball diamond in there where you can, uh, you know, hit the baseball, uh, radar guns in there. Plus you, you got opportunities, uh, to get some autographs and, uh, some photo ops, uh, here this year. Correct. So the way we price things, uh, for the season ticket member, uh, sessions, $5 general admission and, uh, for the general public, it's $15. And then on top of that, you can, uh, pick and choose opportunities to get autograph sessions and, um, you know, tr- tremendous opportunity to meet the players and, and really get out of the, the winter mindset and, and think spring. For sure. Uh, and now, of course, Curtis, are, are you going to have your own autog- autograph booth over there? Uh, let people go get your uh, <laughs> signature? No. In fact, I pay people for that. <laughs> Take my autograph. There is, though, an opportunity to get some uh, kind of ceremonial contracts, right, from the front office. Yeah, so Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff and a few others. Uh, I don't know if uh, owner Paul Dolan has done in the past, uh, but a great opportunity for that. You can get an honorary contract and be a member of the Cleveland Guardians organization. There we go. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I know I've been there in the past uh, for, for a number of them. You guys, I remember having them at Progressive Field underneath the stadium a couple of oh, years. Oh, yeah, that goes back a few years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the convention center, I think, such a great place to have it. Uh, last time I was there for it, it, it just worked out well, spread out very well. And, uh, you know, getting to see all the players coming up on doing some, like, Q&A on the main stage and, doing uh, some games, and then also getting your chance to get some autographs, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a fun way for our players to connect with the, the fans, and um, especially coming off of this past season, you know, with 17 rookies. Um, I know our fans have been able to see a lot of uh, players grow, but to meet these uh, players in person and uh, see a guy like Stephen Kwan and Oscar Gonzalez and, and talk about those uh, memories from this past season will be a lot of fun. And uh, speaking of last season, Curtis, a ton of awards coming to the Guardians players over the last few weeks. A, a bunch of gold glove players, a couple silver sluggers as well. It's just great to see the Guardians having that kind of success on the field and then getting that recognition that they deserve. Yeah, I mean, incredible achievements. Four gold glove winners, the most ever in our franchise history in one year. You know, Tito wins manager of the year. Chris Antonetti wins executive of the year. A great credit to all of them, and certainly well deserved. And uh, but you know that's in the past now, and you know we're excited about 23 and, and looking forward to what we can do in the division. It's going to be a different look this year with the balanced schedule. We're not going to play the AL Central teams as many times, and we'll play every opponent uh, once uh, at least, and then we'll rotate uh, home and homes with uh, like the NL West and uh, the other NL teams that were not uh, in our division. 
talking with Curtis Danberg from the Cleveland Guardians here this morning. Of course, we mentioned Guards Fest there and the, the, the upcoming season. Uh, so, some sad news, too, out of the Cleveland Guardians, uh, Cleveland Indians organization. Uh, Gaylord Perry uh, passing here just the other day. Uh, he, he was, you know... Uh, uh, a character, I would say. <laughs> and, uh, uh, during his career, you know, put up some massive numbers, Hall of Fame career, 300 plus wins, a couple of Cy Young awards, played for, I believe, eight teams, and, uh, j- just a tremendous, uh, tr- tremendous figure for, uh, the Cleveland organization. He really was, uh, ambassador of the game, you know, won, uh, Cy Young for us in, in 72, and, um, but just, yeah, I, Bigger than life, he definitely was a character, and uh, you know one of my fondest memories personally was um, leaving uh, an all-star game a few years ago. He was sitting in the corner by himself, uh, waiting to get on the airplane, and um, I, I sat down with him and we had a great conversation. He could tell stories unlike any other, and uh, certainly a huge loss for the baseball family. For sure, there. Uh, uh, anyhow, we're here with Curtis Danberg talking some off-season uh, guards baseball and. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, big signing yesterday in baseball. Degrom signing uh, with uh, the Texas Rangers, and uh, I know Guardians fans are like, uh, "Who are we gonna get?" Can you know? So, uh, what do you think, Curtis? Uh, there are a number of players out there. Uh, I, I know, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, opportunities there. Do you think the Guardians make some kind of some kind of splash in free agency or trade or something like that this off season? I hope so. You need two to tango. We definitely have a strategy, and whether that's uh, free agency or and or trades, um, we did make an offer and then went after Abreu. Unfortunately, he signed with Houston. Um, but uh, you know, we, we, we there are needs. You know, we definitely always are looking for pitching and uh, catchers a, a position that we're targeted. So whether that comes from a free agent uh, or a trade partner, I want to see. Uh, heading, we're all heading out to San Diego uh, tomorrow. And uh, they'll start the winter meeting. So the uh, the winter frenzy and the uh, as they call it the hot stove market is going to be uh, heating up here this week. Absolutely, will be. And uh, a guy that I keep hearing about uh, being linked to a possible, uh, at least fans want this trade to happen. We'll see if it actually does uh, kind of go through with talks. But uh, Sean Murphy again from the Oakland Athletics. We heard his name at the trade deadline, and now. Uh, coming up again here once winter meetings are getting underway. That could be uh, a real interesting scenario to keep an eye on here in the next couple of weeks. He's definitely a compelling uh, name that's popped up uh, in the hot stove here recently. And like you said, even going back to uh, past last offseason as well as the trade deadline, um, I think it's the opportunity cost. Um, you know, how much are we willing to give up of our minor league system and that young talent, which is really the our livelihood, um, you know, to go for a player for that. So uh, I trust uh, Chris and Mike and, uh, you know, the rest of our team to, to make the right decision, whether he's a target or, or someone else that, that makes sense uh, for us. And, Curtis, before we let you go, uh, or in terms of tickets for next season, is is that uh, is there any ticket packages, whatever, you know, uh, kind of available right now? Yeah, so I'm glad you teased that. Uh, <laughs> a couple things. Obviously, you can become a season ticket member. We have you know, 20s, 40s, and full-season ticket plans. Uh, we've recently launched our six-packs, um, and for a limited time here in the next couple weeks, you can get a, a six-pack as low as $73. In the past, it's been 99 So a discounted opportunity to, to do that. And then a little teaser here, um, probably going to see something pop next week. We're going to have a limited kind of flash sale for opening day, and 
uh, regular season for single-game tickets. So stay tuned on that. All right, good stuff there, Curtis. All right, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks for uh, joining us here in the Norwalk and Sadusky area, talking some guards baseball here. Uh, it was good to talk with you, Curtis, and we'll see you at the stadium uh, uh, coming up. I'll probably see you at Guards Fest uh, maybe, right? Look forward to it, and uh, before we know it, we'll be uh, watching some baseball there at uh, the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. Sounds great. Curtis, take care, man. Have a great weekend. All right. See you guys. All right. Curtis Danberg there, front office member of communications with the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, such a great guy. Uh, we love talking to him every time we go up to the ballpark. And, boy, that was good talking some baseball. Right. I've missed it so much. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, of course, we're your home for Cleveland Guardians baseball. Spring training gets going in February. We'll have the games then, then right up to uh, opening day. And like you said, like he said there, a little tease, uh, if you want to get tickets to go up for the home opener, uh, that could uh, take place here in the next week or so. Yeah, get your chance to go see Jose Ramirez, and uh, we'll see who's playing shortstop, whether it's Ahmed Rosario coming back for another year, or maybe they hand the keys over to uh, Gabriel Arias uh, going into next season. Lots to be decided here with winter meetings coming up, but it, it's always one of the most exciting times in Major League Baseball with the off season and get the hot stove going. Got to be some really interesting moves coming up here very soon. Yeah, you get all those front office guys together, and uh, usually a lot of things happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of things might be an understatement. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, before we go to break, I wanted to mention a big uh, soccer match going on today. Team USA in the World Cup. They are in the round of 16, taking on the Netherlands, coming up uh, about 10 a.m. this morning. Chris, I, you know, I'm not a soccer guy. I'll admit to that. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't really know a whole lot about it. Uh, just a little bit, just enough to get by. We need to go wake Corey up. He's yes, Corey Webb. Yeah, our sales guy and uh, on the local music spot here here on WLKR. But uh, big time match here. Uh, you know, the team, team USA has not had, you know, the best of success in the World Cup. Haven't even qualified a number of years. But man, on they're the in the men's side anyway. Yeah, that's true. On the men's side, we're talking about. Uh, but Chris, I, I'm excited to see what they do here in the round of 16, uh, playing a tough Netherlands team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every matchup from here on out is going to be extremely tough. But you know, at the same time, Belgium's out, Germany's gone. Uh, there's been a lot of upsets with a lot of teams not making it out of the group stage that you would normally expect to see in this round of 16. So at this point, it's kind of anyone's tournament and. We'll see if Team USA can keep the momentum going and uh, get themselves on to the next round. Yeah, very cool. So check that out. I believe Fox TV has that at 10 a.m. here this morning. Uh, what else did I want to talk about here? How about uh, the college football craziness last <laughs> night, which was USC and Utah? What a game that was. Did you see the hit that the Utah quarterback took last night, everybody? He was hit so hard his helmet just popped off. Right. Unbelievable, but he only missed one play because he lost his helmet, came right back in the ball game, and it was ruled a legal hit. Mm-hmm. And I think it was. Yeah, it looked. Legal it was to me. borderline. Yeah, but uh, by the rule book, it, it was clean. Yeah, it was just vicious. But <laughs> if my memory is correct, I think that I think that's the same quarterback that Ohio State played in the Rose Bowl last year. So I think so. He's. Uh, we already know he's a tough kid, can sling the ball <laughs> around, and he showed it again last night. But that Utah defense, my Ooh. lord, they played inspired football in that second half to keep Caleb Williams and that USC offense in check. And he was hobbled all night long, too. He was not 100% after 
you know, I think it was, you know, the towards the end of the first half. In the second half, he was nowhere near 100%, but he was still, you know, slinging it all over the place and still running with the football. That that kid's a special athlete right there. Absolutely sure. is, and he'll be uh, coming to the Big Ten here <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> that is true. But, yeah, with that loss by USC in the fourth position of the playoff rankings, Ohio State is fifth. So There's they only have one loss. USC two losses, so USC is gone. Oh, yeah. Gone from the playoff talk. And from what I'm hearing, Ohio State is almost, I don't want to say a lock, but close. Close yeah. to a lock for that fourth spot. And I know you're thinking, well, it couldn't beat Michigan. We, we, we got beat pretty bad by Michigan. What about Georgia, <laughs> right? But, you know, Georgia still has to play the SEC championship game. So we'll yeah. see how they look in that one against LSU. And let's be real, Georgia's looked very beatable the last few weeks. So. They have. So, folks, stay tuned, of course. Uh, we're your Ohio State Buckeye uh, radio affiliate, and we'll have all the news on uh, where they play and when they play next, and we'll get you all going. There'll be a special bowl preview show and all that fun stuff. So, The big thing I'm looking for there, Josh, uh, before we do go to break, how does Ohio State respond to that opportunity? Because, I mean, let's be real. We just got, not, we just got our teeth kicked in mm-hmm. just last weekend. So... In all retrospect, when you think about it, maybe they shouldn't even be in the conversation right now if you're looking at it from from a certain point of view. But yet here we are, a possibility to still make the college football playoff despite that loss against Michigan. How do you respond to that, and how do you let that motivate you? That's what I want to see from this Buckeye team. They should be angry, and I want to see that anger and channel that into some physical football in the college football playoff if that is where they, in fact, end up. Good point. So there you go, folks. We'll take a break. How about it? Maybe. Maybe we will. Okay. There we go. Computer didn't cooperate with me there. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, we're going to check in with Mark Lane next. He's uh, just down the road. I can almost see him from here. I know, right? Edison High School. Yeah. Huge deal today. Fifteen schools Part of the Edison Invitational High School Wrestling event today. Mark is going to be there to call all the action coming up at 10, but he's going to join us here right after this break and uh, be joined by Nick Wenzel, the athletic director for Edison. So we'll be right back right after this, and uh, we'll have all that for you here on The Locker Room Show. World, there's one thing you can depend on a great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. We take pride in what you stand on. 
That's why your best choice is Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We suck. That's right. We suck out 98.5% of the water, leaving your carpets practically dry. At Baldoff's, we strive to leave your carpets as dry as possible. And also, are you getting sick of scrubbing your tile and grout? Our enclosed pressure washing system will renew your beautiful tile. Call Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning for all your floor care needs at 668-4665. Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. You deserve the peace of mind that comes with affordable health insurance. Get Covered Ohio can help at no charge. Financial assistance is available and coverage is more affordable than ever. Some health insurance plans are as low as $10 or less a month. Don't wait. Open enrollment ends January 15th. Make your free appointment today by calling 833-628-4467 or visit GetCoveredOhio.org. This message is supported by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, but does not necessarily represent the official views of the U.S. government. Sponsored by the Ohio Association of Food Banks, aired by the OAB and the station. High school wrestling takes center stage Saturday on 95.3 WLKR. We'll bring you live play-by-play coverage of the Edison Invitational from Edison High School in Milan. Mark Lane will be there to call all the action as more than 15 schools from around the area and state battle it out. Our coverage begins at 10 a.m. and will continue throughout the day through the finals. Coverage presented by Snyder Collision on Old Railroad in Sandusky. 95.3 WLKR is your sports voice of the Firelands. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Back here on the Locker Room Show, this is the Sports Roundtable. we got everything figured out now. <laughs> a little technical, uh, you know, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's early in the morning. Well, let's go ahead and join Mark Lane now. And uh, he is live from Edison High School for the Edison Wrestling Invitational. And Mark, uh, how you doing this morning? 
Hey, Josh, Chris, it's it's great uh, hearing you. We, we weren't sure what was going on as far as our technical difficulties. But, yes, I, I'm here at Edison High School, the 59th annual Edison Invitational Wrestling Tournament. And right now with me is Nick Wenzel, the athletic director here at Edison. And, and Nick, it, it's good to see you inside. Usually we're meeting in the press box out of the football stadium. That is true. We, we actually made sure you had less steps to go up today. <laughs> Try to help you out. Yeah, well, that that works out pretty good, and and of course, there's handrails here, and we have handrails. We have handrails at the stadium now, so we're good there. Yes. Uh, anyways, we're talking the 59th uh, annual Edison Invitational Wrestling Tournament. Now we've got 15 teams. We were going to have 16. Yes. But Canfield South Range. Yeah, who, they they had to go win a state title in football. Yeah. I mean, who needs that? I mean, yeah. Really, yeah, and, and and of course. Uh, Anybody familiar with wrestling, Canfield South Range is the team. We're that, not talking about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Davies still having flashbacks of last year and the the state title that wasn't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, the Chargers Chargers were state runner-up to South so Range last yes. year, so we can talk talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, 15 teams. This is really a, a big deal kicking off uh, the season and I know that it has morphed over the years because I know I wrestled in the tournament back in the 70s and there were only eight teams yes and and now uh, of course wrestling a little different animal these days it's a little different animal but it's a testament to the program we have here have here at Edison high school uh, Davy Hermes and his staff has done an amazing job of building a, a program year in and year out that's competing for a state title uh, at the state tournament, uh, both state tournaments. Um, and we've gotten more and more schools that want to be part of this tournament because of what they've built. And uh, it, it's exciting to see. I mean, we've got D1 schools, D3 schools, all the way down. I, I'm really, really excited to see what kind of action we have today. And, of course, uh, some of the area schools involved, uh, I think uh, the Margareta Polar Bears, yep. the Perkins Pirates. Monroeville North- Eagles, uh, New London is here, Western Reserve is here, so we've got a number of local schools, which is always good, but then we also got Berea Mid Park, we've got Medina Senior, um, in, in South Range if they would have been able to come, uh, to get some of those teams that are out further, that have great programs coming in, it's, it makes our program better, but I think it makes these other area programs better too, and that's really what we're hoping for, we want competitive wrestling in this area, and if anything we can do to help make that happen, we're going to try to do it. Well, and of course, one of the reasons that Edison Wrestling has become so successful was the barn over on Jeffrey's Road. Yes. But now they have their own state-of-the-art. Yeah, they have facility. a pr- their premier wrestling facility at the uh, in the back of our building. Uh, lots of work went into that uh, before I got here. I wish I could have been a part of that. But uh, it, it's a, a premier facility. Uh, we've got a number of schools that... Uh, want to come scrimmage with us down there uh, because of the facilities that we do have. But the barn still plays a role in in uh, helping to bring those youth programs along also. Anything else you'd like to bring up about today's tournament while we're on? Well, it, if you get a chance to come on out, you know, obviously we want you to listen to WOKR and, you know, hear the, the excitement. But if you get a chance to stop out, uh, we're here all day, all night. Uh, it's $9 for an adult, $6 students. Um, and that's your ticket price for the whole day. We, we don't do a separate price for finals like other places. Uh, we give you the opportunity to see some great wrestling all day long. 
Yeah, and we're going to enjoy broadcasting it, but really, if you can get out here, you're going to see some great wrestling, some state champions wrestling here yep. uh, all day long. And it's real easy. We're we're only about two minutes from the square in Milan uh, going east on 113. Yeah, real easy to get to. Glad to have everybody who wants to come out and join the fun. All right, well, thanks, Nick, and... Uh, don't forget, the 59th will start at about 10 o'clock, but right now I'll send it back to uh, one of my favorite uh, morning combos on Saturday morning with the captain and Josh Bowman. All right. Thank you so much, Mark, there. Mark joining us with, of course, Nick Wenzel from the Edison, uh, the Edison Athletic Director there. And, uh, you know, I could hear a lot of skirmishing behind them, everybody setting up everything. Getting everything ready. Boy, it's going to be a big event today, Chris. Absolutely will be. And as it is every single year, the Edison Invitational, one of the premier wrestling tournaments, not just in the Firelands area, but in the northern part of Ohio here, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Mark's going to have a blast over there today. I mean, like he always does covering high school wrestling. But I'm just more excited to finally have some regular season wrestling on the air. Normally, we only do the state championship tournament, but my goodness, I I cannot wait for regular season wrestling here today. Yeah, and uh, plans are in the works for maybe a, another event or two. We'll see what happens. Uh, nothing concrete yet, but uh, possible um, another invite or two or maybe a conference championship kind of coverage. Uh, we'll see what happens. Stay tuned here to WLKR for all that fun information. Let's check your boys and uh, <clears throat> girls high school basketball scores from last night. And, Chris, we'll start with girls. Uh, Western Reserve 47, Crestview 23, and with South Central over Plymouth 50 to 43, Mapleton beat Monroeville 42-36, New London over St. Paul 52-24. High school boys basketball results from last night. Huron, a win over Edison 68-46. The game we had on the air last night, Willard 70, Margareta 59. Port Clinton got by Oak Harbor 50 to 49. Sandusky over Bellevue, 60-40. to Tiffin Columbian, 50. Norwalk, 49. There's that same score again. Uh, Perkins over North Olmstead, 63-42. I brought this one up because Danbury is putting up some major points. Danbury over Gibsonburg last night, 91-61. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That is insanity. Yeah. So there you go. St. Mary's also wins. Sandusky St. Mary's 48, Lakota 21. Uh, I believe Danbury lost their first game, but they put up like 70 points in like the first game. Now they put up 91 against Gibson Park. Talk about an offensive juggernaut. My goodness. But early season high school basketball action has just been absolutely insane so far. I mean, Tiffin Columbian, that one-point victory over Norwalk last night. Uh, the truckers almost able to pull off that upset. Whew going to be a fun season that's for sure and uh danbury is on the road at monroeville tonight so Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one for the eagles should be a fun one maybe we can add a danbury game to our schedule here this year That'll uh, be fun their head coach did you know who their head coach is i feel like i do but i'm drawing a blank right now keith diebler that's yep there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That uh, explains that. <laughs> see if they're, do they play any other teams here? They play at Edison late in the season. Danbury does. I'm thinking about maybe adding a Danbury game to the schedule. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm in Roeville tonight, so keep an eye on that. They're at Plymouth in January as well. So there you go, folks. Uh, look at your high school basketball scoreboard there. All right. We will take a break. And when we come back, 
We will talk some girls basketball from Western Reserve. Carly Ashley, the head coach there, I believe they're off to a 2-2 two and two start this season. 1-0 in the conference, got a win last night, I believe, over Crestview. So we'll talk to Carly Ashley coming up here in just a few. And uh, we'll talk to Cavs basketball as well, as we'll have uh, some highlights from the Cavs win against Orlando last night with Tim Alcorn on the call. And also your trivia question where we will uh, give away a Wendy's combo meal. Ooh, so that's coming up. I like that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. In this ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need to screen for associated disorders. Be sure to talk with your child's doctor about proper screening and visit moretoadhd.com for additional information. That's moretoadhd.com. This message has been brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. 
We are back here on the Locker Room Show, folks. 9.48 the time here and 45 degrees. We've dropped, what, 5 degrees since we've been in here today? Right. <laughs> Going the wrong direction. Oh, no, no, no. But anyway, folks, uh, going to switch gears, talk some girls high school hoops now out of the Firelands Conference. And uh, Carly Ashley joining us, the head coach of the uh, Western Reserve Lady Riders. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. We're good. How are you? Doing wonderful here. Uh, you guys uh, picked up a win last night, right? We did. A big road win for us in the Firelands Conference. Yeah, talk about, uh, you know, who led the way for you and uh, how that game went last night. Um, our senior point guard, Lily White, did a phenomenal job um, handling Crestview's pressure last night, who always has a phenomenal defensive team. Um, she hit four threes for us, which was huge. Um, we sometimes tend to struggle with getting her offense going, but she got us going early and kind of helped set the tone for the rest of my girls and helped open up uh, some of my post players inside, which was nice to see. Was that your opener for the Firelands Conference last night? That was, yep. So what what do you think of the Firelands Conference this year? Uh, I know I have had a chance to kind of, you know, look look at uh, the the different opponents and kind of figure out who's going to be what this year. Looking around, um, we are the most veteran team in the league. Um, but that doesn't go without crediting South Central, who has a phenomenal group of juniors that always plays us tough each year. I think we've split with them the last three years or two years that I've been here. Um, but I think South Central is going to be going to be the team to beat this year, and I'm hoping we're able to do it. And now, Coach, of course, we're early on in the season, but uh, what have you really liked from your girls so far here in the early part of the year? I have seven seniors, and they are just gritty. I never have to holler at them to work hard. They're always getting on the floor. Um, in our win against Wellington, at one point we were down by 16 points, and they never they never faltered. They stuck to the game plan, and they were able to claw their way back in and end up winning by about six. So just their resiliency and the leadership that the senior group shows is I'm really excited to have to have them back this year. Now, how long have you been there at the helm there at Western Reserve? This will be my third year as the coach. All right. Uh, and uh, you guys, uh, uh, what, when's your next ball game? We play on Thursday against Plymouth, and then again um, on Saturday we're home with the boys uh, against St. Paul. Yeah, we'll have that on the radio, the uh, St. Paul matchup. So oh, we're, awesome. Yeah, we'll have that one on Saturday here on a 95.3, part of a doubleheader with uh, the boys playing as well uh, in the nightcap. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Uh, talk about, uh, you mentioned a little bit about your roster, but all in all, uh, how is your roster? You, you know, tell us a few of the uh, star players you have this year. Um, I've already mentioned Lily White, who's done a phenomenal job facilitating the basketball for us and shooting. Um, I also have senior guards Anna Woodrum and Madison Sanner. Um, both are very capable beyond the arc, and Madison's had the task for our first four games of limiting the other opponent's main offensive threat, and she has done just a phenomenal job limiting their touches, limiting the opportunities they have to score, and she's held all of their leading scores to six or less points. So she's done, she's just done a phenomenal job for me. Um, inside, I have senior post uh, Bella Thornburg, Katie Woodruff, and Grace French. Um, Bella, she's a 6'3 girl, so she does a nice job of getting her a law pass to go in and finish for us. And Katie and Grace have just been rebounding machines. So hopefully we can keep that going as we continue through the season. Um, and I also have a junior that's getting quite a bit of minutes for me, Jocelyn Kane, who's just so much energy coming off the bench for us. She can get to the rim and 
she kind of goes in as that other defensive specialist to try to limit the other team's main offensive threat. Uh, of course, Coach, having a veteran squad like that, it really uh, creates an opportunity to set some real lofty goals going into a season like this. And uh, what are some of your goals uh, besides uh, playing for a conference championship here down the line? Now, that's goal number one. We want to be able to come home with that FC championship that, uh, this year. And goal two is this group of girls has not won a sectional game. Um, so step one is to win that sectional game. And then step two is get that sectional title this year is what we're really what we're really pushing for as a group. All right, Carly, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks for joining us here this morning, talking some girls' Firelands Conference hoops here. Again, uh, we'll have your game uh, next Saturday, uh, part of a doubleheader with uh, St. Paul on the uh, boys' side, too. So uh, we'll see you over there on next weekend. Thanks for joining us today, and best of luck next week, okay? Thank you. We appreciate it. All right, Carly Ashley there, Western Reserve head coach, uh, uh, looking forward to seeing the Lady Riders in action against uh, the Lady Flyers coming up uh, next Saturday here. Part of a doubleheader starting, I believe, at 6 o'clock uh, next Saturday with the boys game uh, following that on the varsity side. So, all right, let's go ahead and talk a little Cleveland Cavaliers basketball, if you will. Uh, the Cavs last night uh, picking up a win at home as they took on Orlando. And it was uh, kind of a tighter game that kind of, Broke free in the second half there for the Cavs. Yeah, when I had eventually had a chance to watch it last night, they were up almost 20, and then they kind of let Orlando back in it, got it close to single digits. But the way that the Cavs were able to finish that ball game last night was really, really a good sign. Evan Mobley had a really nice game again. Donovan Mitchell doing Donovan Mitchell things <laughs> once again, another 30-point ball game. But I'll tell you what, the way this Cavs team has been performing, despite the injuries that they've been able to battle through, things are looking very bright here for the Cavs in the early season. All right, let's hear some highlights from last night. Let's start with Evan Mobley. This is a put-back slam. Garland out front to Stevens in between the circles to Love. In the lane to Mobley, takes left, turns right, cut off. Left wing Lamar. Lamar into the lane. Up, oh, no, as it was rejected off the glass. Mobley grabbed it and stuffed it home. And that's what you got to do. Bull Bull can grab the rim flat-footed. So you need to dunk the ball. There you go. Uh, Jim Jones there, color commentary along with Tim Alcorn. And speaking of Donovan Mitchell, here's a three by him. The three is up off the mark from Terrence Ross. Ball loose on the floor. Mitchell has it for the Cavaliers. Donovan into the forecourt. Stops. Three. There's another one. Donovan Mitchell. Nothing but net. A 30-point ball game for Donovan Mitchell. Makes it 76-62. And how about uh, some more of Mitchell? Ross, right of the lane, forces up a tough shot, missed it. Another rebound for Kevin Love. Outlet pass to Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell against Anthony. Mitchell drives and scores with the right hand. He gets a couple of those a game, Tim. Coast to coast on you. 32 points for Donovan Mitchell. The lead is 18 for the Cavaliers. And one more highlight for you, of course, Darius Garland. Uh, you can't play uh, Cavs highlights without having one by DG. So here you go. Here's a three ball by Garland. Garland shoves it to Okoro on the handoff to Mitchell near the half-court line. Mitchell back to DG, fakes to three, steps right, shoots to three. Bullseye! Darius Garland. Boy, the Cavs' last six points, two three balls. One from Evan, one from DG. Both have been huge. There you go, Tim Alcorn again. Jim Jones on the call there. The Cavaliers' audio verse. 
as they call it. I call it the radio network, but, you know. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, uh, our next Cavs broadcast comes your way uh, tomorrow night. The Cavs, uh, Tim Alcorn, Jim Jones, going to MSG tomorrow night, Madison Square Garden, uh, for the Knicks uh, tomorrow night. Uh, earlier start, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock for tip-off. The Cavs, they continue to play pretty good basketball, and, uh, you know, uh, I think their goal is just to not play in the play-in tournament this year. Yeah, they want to be part of that top six and not have to deal with that uh, going into the play-in tournament. They want that playoff berth straight up. And the way they're playing right now, it looks like they're well on track to do so. Obviously, got to continue to navigate the injury situation. Ricky Rubio getting set to come back here soon enough. So this Cavs team is only hopefully going to be getting a lot stronger, but... I'll tell you what, I'm surprised you didn't pull the replay of Evan Mobley going coast to coast last night. My goodness, that was an absolutely insane play. But the way way that Mobley's been playing right now, it's been uh, really nice to see him get back going on the offensive end. Of course, uh, Tim and I have been talking about that on our our conversations the last few weeks, just uh, getting Mobley going. Of course... Uh, missed most of the preseason and uh, some time out of training camp as well with his ankle injury, but uh, he is getting going full bore right now with a full head of steam, and it is so much fun to watch. Yeah, so uh, there you go, Cavs-Knicks tomorrow night at 6 here on 95.3. Uh, mention, uh, for the listeners that don't know about your conversations, give them a little details on that. Uh, yeah, that's just uh, once a week, uh, usually on Wednesdays, Tim Alcorn and I, we actually uh, end up having a little chat, uh, usually about five minutes or so. A little bit longer most of the time because, you know, both of us can get a little bit long-winded. Yeah, you know. (laughs) But we just talk Cavs basketball and uh, what they've been doing out on the floor, get the stage set for any games that are going on that day or uh, for the rest of the week. And uh, that happens every Wednesday around 420 on the afternoon drive. So there you go, folks. Listen to that for sure. Now, folks, as we uh, wind down here, uh, we will uh, get to your trivia question here. And, uh, folks, uh, for the trivia question, you're going to win yourself a free uh, Wendy's combo meal. I had one last night. Oh, uh, what did you get last night? I got the new uh, chicken with the mozzarella sticks. Oh, was that top. good? That was so good. Oh. oh. But you could get that if you're in, if you, if you're the winner today. Yes, yeah, so there, folks, uh, our trivia question. Since we're a big music station here, uh, the music world lost somebody uh, pretty special here uh, this past week, uh, Christine McVie from uh, Fleetwood Mac. And, uh, you can probably uh, just name, throw, throw them at the wall how many songs that um, Fleetwood Mac is famous for. So I'll make it simple here today. Give me a Fleetwood Mac song. Tell me your favorite Fleetwood Mac song or just a song that you know. I mean, I know it's early on a Saturday, but dang. Talk I... about low-hanging fruit. <laughs> you, you made it too easy, Josh. Yeah, I want to give away that Wendy's combo meal. I mean, totally fair, but dang, make them work for it. <laughs> tell me your favorite. We'll make that a little bit, you know. There you go. Yeah, tell me your favorite Fleetwood Mac song. So give us a call, folks. Those numbers here are 419-663-4953. Also, that's in Norwalk. If you're calling from Sandusky area, 419-609-4953 or toll-free. 866-663-4953. And I was going through and looking here at, at some Fleetwood Mac songs uh, that we could play going out here. Uh, do you have a particular one that you like? I was going to say anything but Go Your Own Way just because that's like the popular one. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So let's see here. What do we want to go with here? I'm just taking a look at them, folks. Uh, hmm, let's see. Uh, no, No callers yet, do we? No? 
No, not quite yet. No callers. Okay. So give me your favorite Fleetwood Mac song, folks. Uh, let's see here. You go with Everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll put that in there, and we'll take a, a, a listen to that, see if we get a call, and then we'll wrap it up here. Well, we'll let this song play out here for you folks. If you still have uh, a reason to uh, give us a call here and name a Fleetwood Mac song besides those two that we mentioned, eh, if you want to do that too, go ahead. Uh, we'll go ahead and sign off here, folks. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining me here this morning. Always fun. Always fun. I want to thank Carly Ashley, also Mark Lane, Nick Wenzel from the Edison Athletic Department, Curtis Danberg from the Cleveland Guardians, Joe Bettingfield, of course, uh, from the Willard Boys basketball team. Coming up, the Edison Invitational. We'll get going there with Mark Lane. Also, uh, we'll have a girls' high school basketball this afternoon. Uh, Margaret Willard starting about 2.15 on that one. And uh, the Cavs New York tomorrow night at 6 here on WLKR. For Chris Morgan, I'm Josh Bowman. Thanks to all the sponsors as well here this morning. Thanks for listening. God bless you. And uh, we'll throw things to Mark Lane here in just a few. Mark, if you're listening, right after the legal ID, we're going to throw it to you, okay? There you go. Here on 95.3 WLKR, you've been listening to The Locker Room Show. This week's Locker Room Show, brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldev's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Here we go. Thanks for flying with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.